Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. All right. What's up? Hey, mom. Um, my name is Raul. What's yours? Nice to meet you. I'm Emily. Emily. Nice to meet you, Emily. Um, so you like working out? No. No? <laughs> you have a love-hate relationship with working out like yeah, I do? Yeah, I, I know it's good for me. <laughs> okay. Um, so epistemology, like I, that's, that's kind of what I'm interviewing people about. I ask you, pick a belief and tell me something you believe in. Uh, let it be something that you're fairly convinced of, something that is foundational to you, okay. belief in a God, supernatural, so a political claim perhaps, something that is really near and dear to you okay. um, that you think is true, that you, you are really, really convinced of. Okay. And I can ask you questions related to your method of arriving at that thing, okay. whatever it is. Okay, wait, you said pick a leaf? A belief, a right? Belief. So I've talked uh, to people. I was like, "What is a leaf?" Have a to leaf, do? <laughs> <laughs> right? I talk to people about different stuff: their belief in God, ghosts, karma, uh, supernatural, paranormal. That's a hard one. You face some hard people, okay? <laughs> What's something I've said to you that I believe in? Because okay, I'm not like super spiritual with a godly thing or a ghost. Um, but I do think there's something like, what religion is it where you like think something that's out there better than you? Hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. Hold on. Thinking. I wish I was a better candidate for this. Okay. <laughs> that's all right. Take your time. I don't know if I believe in afterlife. Um... Okay, so it has to be like spiritually related? It doesn't have to, no, not at all. Just something that you think is true, some um, fact claim okay. about the nature of the world, something that you really think is true. Um, okay, I think, um, okay, on this world, humans are the only like ones that know language. They truly know language. Hmm. Humans are the only ones that know language. Yeah. Okay. Other animals have communication systems, but they don't know language. How do you define language? Okay, so... So... To be able... Uh, there's like several bullets of like what composes of language, I believe. And I think one of them is um, when you can create sentences recursively. Um, so we have like in English or any other language, you can have components or within components of each other. Like that book is on a table, um, in a room, like you can go on and on. And okay. On. And I don't think other animals can do that. Huh. Um, and let's see what else is there. So we associate, a lot of people think like chimpanzees can possibly learn language because they can associate 
like a word with an action. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's language. I think that's like level down of the communication system. Um, I wish I knew more of the subject. Um, let's see. What other, what other components consist of language? Um, to be able to create it from scratch, also like a sentence you say, no one else could possibly like. Like if someone could have said that, but like you can come up with a sentence that nobody else has said. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And no one else. No. Okay. Yeah, it's like a boring topic. It's not very spiritual. <laughs> how, how, how much does this topic matter to you? Is this like? Would you say this is something that is foundational to you? It's something I would like to study. Yeah, so not, maybe not as foundational as like spiritual. Like if you were to find out this thing were not true, would that pull the rug out from underneath your feet? I'd be, I'd be, I'd have to look, do a lot of research of why that's even possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, though, like I just came up with a definition for language, but like definitions that are written entirely themselves are like complex. Like mm-hmm. what is a chair? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like these things. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I can't think of anything very meaningful. Like like controversial or something yeah, like that. Like I yeah. I don't have very strong, super strong like beliefs. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like even abortion, I thought I was like strongly against. Mm-hmm. But like I've been like swayed. To like be more on the fence on it. That's a good controversial topic. I would love to ask you about. Okay, sure. Just to hear hear you out on it. All right. Yeah, originally, I had one thought, and now I'm a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Is that, you want to do that? We're just we're going at it today. Just the <laughs> so this um, is interesting. Do you know it? You know what Snapchat is, right? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. I don't have an account though. Yeah, yeah, but I try to do one Snapchat with a dog every day. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, abortion. abortion. So okay. you said you were once against it, and you got you got uh, swayed. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to tell me maybe briefly your your story as far as that goes? Okay. So originally, um, I look at life very. I hold it very highly, and so as soon as like scientifically as like a sperm meets an egg i think that's life and so if you terminate it i i think of maybe the possibility that future that something that could have been you've now like killed it mm-hmm. but it's not from a religious aspect i don't think um and then also a factor that could be an influence is that i'm adopted and so technically if i was aborted i would not like no longer be here so that was my perspective originally about with abortion and like why I wouldn't do it unless there was like some medical reason that would cause like the female to die mm-hmm. or maybe if it was a rape case then like I understand but otherwise also the idea of like you made the choice to maybe possibly have unprotected sex and now you're you've like made a result like you've made that choice so you probably should deal with the consequences but so um before you go into how, why you changed your mind can I summarize yeah, sure. this back to you make sure I have it right 
So you believed in, or you were against abortion originally, not for religious reasons, but because you believe that life began at conception mm -hmm. and you had a high view of human life. Yeah. Therefore, abortion is wrong. Yeah. And also you mentioned the, the fact that somebody made the choice to have unprotected sex perhaps, and they sh maybe should deal with the consequences. Yeah. Okay. And also being adopted is a factor. Okay. Oh yeah, you said that. Okay. You want my spectrum? Okay, so interesting. So go, go ahead. Are there any more arguments that convinced you at the time? Or is, is that kind of the gist of where you were? Um, I'm not very religious, but I technically am Catholic. So maybe maybe that's a factor that I'm not consciously thinking about. But okay. it could be there. All right. Okay. All right, so then what happened? Um, I like to argue with people a lot or just discuss things, um, like controversial topics. And one of my roommates is... Um, totally for abortion. She said it's um, the woman's body, it's her option. Um, and so the interesting that thing that got me like maybe closer to being on the fence about it is that she said, um, if you don't have the ability to raise that child in a good environment, then why bring it into this world? So that was an interesting point. I was like, hey, I'm adopted, I wouldn't be alive. But her perspective is there's plenty of people who are in orphanages and if they were aborted, like in an abortion, they wouldn't exist, but there wouldn't be people in the orphanages suffering or going through foster homes or um, living like crappy lives that end up inherently contributing to more possibly um, people being populated. Hmm. So I thought that was very interesting and I was like, you know what, maybe Maybe that's a good reason why. This is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so one thing I like to do is have people quantify your level of certainty that something is true. So maybe you can quantify first your original position, like how certain were you 100% certain that abortion was wrong? And then do the same thing for your currently held position. How certain are you that it's, that it's uh, not wrong? I'd like to say 90%. Like I was pretty set. Like my family and I agree. And my mom also like agrees with that standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, but then after talking to my roommate, I'd say I'm more, uh... How certain are you that it's, that it's not wrong? It's not wrong. Okay. I'd say, like, I don't think I hit 90. Yeah, it's probably, like, 75%. Okay. So you were originally at 90% certainty that it was wrong, and now you're about 75% certainty that it's not wrong. Yeah. Okay. And you mentioned the, the reason you gave was that maybe somebody can't raise a child, Maybe they don't have the money to, and it would just result in more suffering yeah. in the world. Yeah. Is, is that the main reason you would give? Any, anything? Um, yeah, I think that's the, the main okay. reason. Okay. All right. Maybe we can focus there. So I wonder what if, I'm thinking of this hypothetical scenario where somebody's life wouldn't result in more suffering. So let's say you have somebody who's going to be born and their life will not result in more suffering maybe maybe they'll get adopted and they'll live a completely happy life um would in that case would it be wrong to abort a child let's say you had a high level of certainty that this child's life would be wonderful even if you went ahead and had it um would it be wrong in that instance I personally would not be in favor of that person if that was my child or 
person, my child, or someone I knew getting an abortion. But I guess from a different perspective, it's not my body, so I'm not going to go through the nine months of pregnancy. Okay. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, I guess in that perspective, I guess I could go back and be like, that's almost like, what if you did wear a condom and you just didn't have a baby? Or or maybe, yeah, something like that. So this is interesting. So you, you did mention the, the not my body uh, reason initially you, you mentioned how your roommate told you that well it's a woman's body it should be her option um, so that's the kind of like a, a second reason maybe why you hold your position yeah would you between those two reasons number one it could result in more suffering number two it's her body her yeah. choice would you say those hold equal weight for you is one more foundational uh, the life part is more foundational the, the part no, the, the part of the fact that um, yeah, like it could bring more suffering to someone's life. Okay, because when I presented the hypothetical to you, I noticed that even in that hypothetical where the suffering wasn't even a factor, you said that you would still fall back on, but it's her body. Yeah, I guess that would be my underlying, my second supportive. If I okay, this was why I'm at seventy five percent, not like fifty fifty. It seems like that reason, the the woman's choice reason, is your correct me if I'm wrong, is your foundational reason if. If the first reason were, because if the first reason weren't a, okay. even a factor, you would still maintain that it's not wrong because you have this reason right here. Okay, so what if I reverse that and woman's body? And I, I guess. I don't think about this at all, so. That's all right. Yeah, but I'm still against the, I, I, it's not my body, it's like, like more like an excuse of like, oh, like I can't control this, but if I had to like advise the person, I would advise them not to. Abort. You would advise them not to? Yeah, abort. For the reason being that this child will have a, a happy life? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, going back to my first original reason why I believe abortion was wrong. So here's here's a question I, I'm thinking of. Would it be wrong? Like, I understand you're saying that it wouldn't be my choice or I would advise against it. Mm. Would it be wrong? Um... I feel like I'm still kind of like this is like a life and uh, there's a bunch of other factors of like how far are you in also would contribute to that but um, I feel like it would be kind of wrong to kill something I still interesting kind of, I still kind of have that perspective that it's something so that reason that you gave as far as it resulting in more suffering really is your foundational reason yeah then. I yeah I would go with that okay yeah. Interesting. What would, so right now you described yourself as being 75% certain that it's, it's, it's not wrong, right? What would decrease your level of certainty? What, what would cause you to be not so sure that this action is not wrong? Um, 
Um, I guess maybe if there's more, um, wait, <laughs> not wrong. <coughs> I guess what I'm wondering here is, under what circumstances would you change your mind? Under what circ what would convince you that you were mistaken um, for the reason you held your belief? Or uh, the original reason or the second reason? For your currently held belief. Okay. Yeah, that um, it's like what would cause you to say, to go, maybe go back to, you know. Um, I think if there was, like, some kind of, like, scientific thing about the baby's brain, like, being, like, having a conscious, like, maybe if I got more into that, or if I became more spiritual and some, for some reason, thought that, like, as soon as his inception happened, it was, like, a human being. Um, oh, yeah, maybe we can go back to that reason, because originally you believed that the reason why you were against abortion, you said, was because you believe that life began at conception. Yeah. Is that still a belief you have? Do you currently it's hold not a that life? Belief. It's like something I'd like to think, but maybe I dismiss now so that I can get to the other side of my argument. Something you dismiss now so you can get to the other side of your argument? Yeah, like validate why I think abortion's okay now. So, if you, if think you had the timeline, to. Timeline, it makes it easier to say, okay, well, it's not a thing yet, so killing something hmm. if you had to answer yes or no how would you answer this question life begins at conception <sighs> I don't know Ugh. I don't know sometimes I don't know is the best answer I, I don't know <laughs> I, I haven't decided I okay, decided, so. that's fair. That's know. okay. Like maybe I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully. Huh? Not. Would you say that the way you're answering this question now was different than the way you would have answered it when you when you thought abortion was wrong? Oh, if I were yeah, to ask I, you I that question. I, I would have said yeah. I would have said yeah. Huh. Like, forget time, forget special. But like now, I need to validate why the reason I'm on the other side. So that's like one of the reasons. Like I'm like oh well. Maybe if I don't consider it at this timeline, I'm not, I'm not doing wrong. It's really interesting. That's really interesting. So the reason you changed your mind was not because you came to a different conclusion concerning when life begins. It was for another reason. But now it, sound, it sounds like you find yourself in a position where you have to kind of reconcile. Yeah, like validate my switch. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Well, I appreciate it, Emily. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Are you cold? Yeah. Alright, go, go get warm. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, take it easy. Thanks. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.